What's going on, everybody? This is the Gorilla Man, and you're listening to the Gorilla Man Podcast. I know it has been an extremely long, long, long time since I've done a show, but I had an interaction with someone from my past that uh, took me by surprise, needless to say. Um, a few years ago, I made a podcast about my good friend Trent that passed away, and one of the girls that was with him that night had, uh, on the night that I did the podcast, was the, I think the 11th year anniversary that Trent had passed away. Not 100%. On, on uh, what year it was, but uh, it was crazy because she said the same night that I did the podcast, or maybe a few days after it, um, on that anniversary on May 29th, um, she had Googled Trent's name and just because she, you know, she missed him and, and he was, you know, he really talked talked fond, fondly about her and I, I know he really liked her um and she had googled his name and then I mean the, the crazy thing is like this is like one in a million of a chance like you have a better chance of winning the lottery than an actual person that was with Trent the night that he died found my podcast to me, that is something special. Like, almost like Trent sent her to me, in a sense, to talk. Um, so, like, she found, she found, uh, she was just Googling his name and stuff, and then she, my podcast came up, because it was the same date. And I never put Trent's name on the, the title, it was just losing a friend and a picture of him for his senior pictures. I just thought that was freaking crazy because next thing you know, like, and, and here's another crazy thing because I put my name as Gorilla Man or Gorilla Man Podcast or whatever it is for my Anchor account. Well, Anchor must have did an update and it put my full name on uh, the actual Anchor account. So that way she was able to find me through Facebook. And I have to admit, I was I was petrified and, and kind of nervous. Because, like, I didn't know what she was going to say. Like, it's, it, like I said, it had been years since I made that podcast. So I had to go back through and listen to it and see what I said. Because I, I didn't mean any disrespect to her or the other girl that was with him. You know, it was all angered at Mike. Because, you know, he he's a piece of shit. <clears throat> so, but, so we've been talking. And uh, she's been amazing, you know, this whole time. Um, it's crazy that. Like, it almost feels like Trent had sent her to talk to me to get closure, in a sense. 
So I hope, and we've been, like I said, we've been talking on Messenger on Facebook and stuff, and and I hope that we can somehow do a live podcast together, maybe talk about what transpired that night, or, you know, even if she doesn't want to bring that up, I mean, that's completely fine. Like, find out what she's been up to in her life, you know, and, and uh, it was cool because she did something that I've always wanted to do and I know Trent wanted to when he was still with us uh she went to go see Vanilla Ice in concert and she got she got to take a selfie with him I was like that that's one of the coolest things ever and and that's definitely high up on my list of of uh things of that that I show that she showed major respect for Trent because he loved Vanilla Ice more than anybody. Like, we talked on social media, on, on Messenger, and I was like, <clears throat> if Trent was still here, I couldn't even imagine what he would be like on, on uh, social media because I'm thinking his whole whole profile would probably be decked out in, in uh, Vanilla Ice stuff and and just, uh, just really, you know, hardcore Vanilla Ice stuff. And... and that's one reason why, like, I loved him, because he was so cool. Like, he was, like, a modern-day Vanilla Ice, and uh, it was a lot of fun hanging out with that kid. I mean, I know I call him a kid. He's older than me, but when he died, he was 19, so, I mean, technically, he was still a kid, so. But, yeah, I just thought that was crazy. Like, all of a sudden, like, a lot of things had to transpire in order for her to be able to find me because I had anchor left my name as gorilla man podcast or whatever. Like there's no way that she would have been able to figure out it was me. So like, it's just crazy how it happened. Like you literally, you have a better chance of winning the lottery than something like that ever happening. I don't know. It's just, it's crazy how things work in certain situations. I just also, you know, like, it would be cool if she could come on and, and we could talk, you know, like, finally figure out exactly everything that happened if she wants to. Um, but Carrie, I mean, you are definitely, <clears throat> definitely a, a good person. And Trent really cared about you. I know he did. And I know I don't blame anything. I don't blame you for the accident. I don't blame anything on you or the other girl that was with you that night. Just want you to know that. But on to other things. Um, censorship of this whole bullshit social media stuff. I know everybody and their grandmother is fucking talking about this stuff. But what they're doing is going to come back and bite every single person in the ass. Democrat, Republican, I don't care who you are. This is giving them the opportunity to basically discriminate against anyone and everyone. Like, they're seriously, like, to the point where, like, social media, the government, like, you know, Facebook and Twitter and all these people 
they have a right. They can do whatever the fuck they want. So, like, if they want to eventually say women can't post on, on Facebook anymore, there's nothing you can do about it. There's literally nothing you could do about it because they didn't, uh, even the Supreme Court didn't see my friend Jason Flisk. Uh, he was trying to repeal Section 230 for the, you know, the protection for the Internet. And he, they wouldn't even see his case. I mean, it was a huge blow. Like, he had everything, like even the lawyers, everybody could not understand why the Supreme Court would not even see the case when they, you know, this affects everybody. This isn't just him personally, because he had the the WTF magazine uh, that he was running, and it was very highly successful. And something that, like them, like, he wasn't, like, I mean, he's obviously a, a conservative Republican Trump supporter, and they used that against him. You know, they're going to go after every Trump supporter out there. Like, I supported Trump. I know a lot of people in my family did. A lot of people don't. Like, my wife including, included or whatever. She fucking hates Trump with a passion. And that's her right as an American. You don't have to like people because other people like them. But that's the thing. Like, a lot of people... They don't want to hear your opinion. They want to hear their opinion coming out of your mouth. Especially when it comes to politics. So you, you can never change somebody's mind. They already have it made up in their head. What they're going to do and, and who they believe in. And what their truth is. So the, you're basically you know talking to a brick wall. Beating a dead horse. Every time that you try to talk to someone and try to change their mind about what they feel is right. Like for me, like them fucking censoring Donald Trump, that is like one of the dumbest things they could have done because what he could do to get back at them is he could take both Twitter and Facebook and take them off of the fucking, uh, uh, stock exchange. So they would lose, they already lost $5 billion yesterday. Twitter did. I don't know how much Facebook did, but it's going to get bad. There's already states like Idaho, a certain part in Idaho has taken down servers that connect to Twitter and Facebook because they're standing with Trump. They don't want to be able to support corporations that allow censorship. I think it's fucked up. I think censorship in itself is just the dumbest thing you could ever possibly do. It's your First Amendment right. You have a right to your opinion. Your voice matters. That's why I've been I've been really hesitant over this whole course of stuff that has been transpiring since November 3rd. I've been like <clears throat> just in a state of, state of like shock or, or whatever it may be it's just like frustrating to me to see so many people like just like you got the people on the left that are just laughing and just enjoying this bullshit but they don't realize eventually that's gonna come back and bite them in the ass because they're fucking next nobody's fucking safe it's the elite 
versus the fucking peasants. And we're all peasants. If you're not a multi-billionaire fucking hedge fund fucking silver spoon in the mouth when you're fucking born type person, you're basically below fucking human to them. They, you don't matter. Nobody fucking matters. I just can't understand why people are so fucking excited that Trump got banned from fucking Twitter and every other fucking, like, Spotify, he's been banned from Google, like, he can't sell merchandise, like, they're banning fucking Trump support, Trump supporters from being able to do, to do, like, certain flights, stay in certain hotels, this is fucking communism, this is shit that the fucking communist party in China fucking do to their fucking people that disobey, they don't want you to be able to think, they want you to be able to think a certain way, their way, and that's final. That's fucking scary. You don't want to have an off, you know, the off, uh, I can't even say the fucking word, but it's, it's, it's terrifying. People don't realize this is all they have. Like Facebook and Twitter, like I, I'll tell you a story here in a second, but like some people, they made their livelihood, you know, their living off of places like YouTube and Facebook. And just like Jason Fless, he, you know, started that, uh, what the fuck magazine, uh, page. And he was making quite a bit of money doing that, selling his merchandise. And they completely blocked him from being able to sell anything, you know? So he's like, I have to start all over again. Like, they ruined me. And they just sit back and laugh because they don't care. They destroy lives. People are literally killing themselves, committing suicide because they can't express themselves. I know it sounds kind of lame and stupid to, to, like, kill yourself over social media, but that's just the generational thing that's going on nowadays. People don't realize that these younger younger kids and stuff like that, like even, you know, in their 30s, like my age or whatever, they grew up with that kind of stuff. And when you take it away from them, it's like a little kid throwing a temper tantrum, you know? It's, it's not a good thing. Um, I know, I just think that today's generations are, are way too soft to handle it. Like me personally, like I said, like I'll tell you a story about, um, I didn't even mention anybody's name, but I, I had a Twitter account at about maybe, oh, I had two so far. And, uh, this was the second one. The first one I had like over 3000 followers at, at one point, which isn't a lot, but I mean, to me, like I don't post hardly anything to get that many followers was pretty cool. But, um, but still, like, I had, like, maybe 500 followers on the second account, and I posted on, I tweeted or whatever, I said, uh, we need to bring back tar and feathering. I didn't mention any names. Didn't say anything. But it's, like, uh, terrorist, how they, how they put it. Um, they labeled me a uh, terroristic threat to society. And they deleted my account. And I'm, like, I was just in the process to go in and fucking deleting my Twitter account because I didn't use it. Like I followed Trump on it and I followed a few other conservative people 
and they're all fucking banned. So it's like, what's the point of keeping it? So I was going in to delete it, but hell, they already did it for me. So, you know, that was one less step I had to take to fucking delete my account. So, and then they completely, you know, take Parler off, offline or whatever, which, you know, I wasn't really big on Parler anyway, but it was still kind of nice to be able to have communication with, you know, certain people and... Because there was a lot of people on there, like like Lynn Wood. I know a lot of people are going to call him, like, the next Alex Jones fucking tinfoil hat-wearing motherfucker. But I, I've, I've listened to a few of his podcasts, you know, and he's a real religious person. So I think that's why it makes him seem like he's a lot crazier than what he actually is. But he straight up said everything that, that happened on the 6th, he said... Everything that that was gonna go, that was gonna transpire, was gonna happen. Like Mike Pence turning his back, and not um, denying the fucking electoral votes. It, it was like played out perfectly how Lynn Wood said, and same thing for Sidney Powell. She was saying the same shit. Like they wouldn't even see her fucking um, her reports and and the affidavits from eyewitness people that said hey i will literally testify under oath to sh show you that i fucking witnessed this stuff going on supreme court wouldn't even fucking see the case like what is going on this is extremely fucking weird it almost feels like people have been getting paid off and they took the money and they're running with it i don't know it, it just, this whole thing is just really fucking weird. And Trump has, what, eight days, seven days left to to get shit fucking squared away? You got fucking blackouts over in fucking Italy and Pakistan. And then you got supposedly 70,000 troops, uh, Chinese troops in Canada right now. And we have... Troops surrounding the fucking D.C. area. Like, something big is going to happen. I don't know if, you know, we're going to go into martial law. There's been a lot of rumors that Trump signed the Insurrection Act. So, the things are going to be fucking interesting here from now till whenever the shit pops off. But, uh, if you, uh... If you're listening, I mean, obviously I have a few listeners every once in a while. Um, get ready, because the show's about to begin. If you don't have food and water stocked up, you best get to the store and get it while you can. Get your fucking local toilet paper or whatever you need to get. <clears throat> Canned food, you know the drill. I just think... Shit's going to pop off, and there's going to be a lot of panic. The people that have been laughing about the censorship and everything, they're going to be panicking because they're going to be like, Oh, wait, I was on your side. And when they come for them, there ain't no fucking sides. It's us versus the elite. It doesn't matter if you supported them or you were fucking on their side. You're, you're a nobody like the rest of us. So you better get your shit together. You better choose a fucking side. Because stuff is going to get bad before it gets better. 
I'm not a religious person by any means at all, but I do find myself praying to God a lot, especially lately, praying for our country because something like this has never happened in my lifetime. I mean, I may have been pretty naive when I was younger growing up, but this takes the cake. It's just got me in, in a daze. Like, I just I don't feel like it's real. I hope to God that something can get figured out and Trump can remain president because Joe Biden and fucking Camel Toe Harris, they're going to destroy this country. This is going to be a communist fucking shithole, Venezuela fucking Chinese bullshit fucking country if they remain in power because they control everything from the House and the Senate to the presidency. I mean, it is not a good ordeal right now. So just pray. If you're not a praying person, if you're not a religious person, just still say a prayer because we're going to need it. Um, another thing, too, I want to send out my prayers to my good friend, Carlos. Um, he recently lost his dad, and then uh, he sent me a text this morning, and his sister had died. It's so difficult for me to, like, find the words to say, like, how bad I feel and how sorry I am he has to go through this at such a young young age he's same age as me 36 and now he's got the burden of uh having to deal with all that stuff you know that's a lot of pressure for a kid his age or kid i mean <clears throat> a man his age but i pray for him i pray for his family to give them strength and get them through these dark times. Like I said, it's always going to get bad before it gets better. A lot of people are dying. I got, I got family members that have COVID and they're in the hospital right now. I don't know if they're going to make it or not. It's just, it's a cruel, cruel world. The one thing that I can just say, though, and this may sound insensitive, but a lot of the people that are like, oh, my God, if you don't wear a mask, you're going to kill people, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you do realize nobody's going to make it out of this life alive. So many people dwell so much on fucking dying that they never take the, ch the time to live. Like, they're so afraid of living. You gotta... Like I said before, and, and Trent... He fucking instilled that in my fucking head... Ever since we were younger. Like, when he watched that... That uh, Martin Lawrence stand-up... And he showed it. Me and him watched it together. And we've been living that way... Or at least I did, too, before Trent died. Um... You want to get one life. 
So you gotta ride that motherfucker till the wheels fall off. And those are the truest fucking words I've ever heard in my life. Because you never know when your time is up. There's gonna be so many people that are gonna live with regret because they're so afraid to go out and do anything in this world. I know this is a shitty time of year. It's cold. It's snowing outside. You can't go anywhere, do anything anyway. But it's just like everyone is so afraid, even during the summertime. They thought I was nuts because I went outside and, and sat around my fire pit that my daughter helped me build. It's just crazy how people looked at me like I was like committing fucking murder or something. I was sitting in my fucking yard. People are just really fucking weird nowadays. I hope eventually it will get better. But I don't want to bore you with all that bullshit. I just want everybody to be safe. And I want everyone to be happy. And let's hope that we get out of this motherfucker and... So we can start living again. But I want to thank Carrie for forgetting a hold of me and I hope that sometime soon we can figure out a way to, to do a Zoom call and, and do a podcast and just catch up and talk or whatever I know it's going to be awkward but I have a feeling Trent's brought us together so that we can both get closure and that's the best thing too so this is the Gorilla Man, signing off. Everyone stay safe out there. Love you all. God bless.